Hello, people of the way. Um, today is Communion Sunday, so we're going to have a, a, a brief message. We do this online because of uh, restrictions, government restrictions that we have, which uh, uh, prohibit prohibit uh, 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 church gatherings, and so we have this online format for uh, communion elements, uh, partaking of communion as a fellowship. Now, if you're listening, uh, maybe you're listening for the first time of you, or you've been listening for a while and you do not have communion elements, go to the church website and so you can start partaking with us these uh, 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 the elements for communion. We can mail, we can ship them out to you. Uh, just go to the church website. Now, I have to say like this communion that we're going to partake of, it is not for the non-believer. Uh, if you're a non-believer uh, partaking of communion, it's not for you. Uh, if you are uh, playing games with the Lord, partaking of communion, it is not for you. Uh, now, I don't say that to be mean or sound cruel. Uh, what I desire is that you repent and that you uh, come to Jesus Christ that you believe in Jesus Christ, that you abide in Jesus Christ. And when that happens, then you can partake of communion. It's very important to understand because we're going to see in this uh, little uh, uh, mini study that we have, we're going to see exactly that how uh, what the purpose of communion is. And it's so beautiful in the lives of believers. It's, been, it's a church tradition. And, you know, I, I also have to say that any time you're hearing this message, just hit the pause button. If you if you want to get your heart right with the Lord, just hit the pause button and repent. You might have to go to somebody and apologize. You might have to. It's to be right with the Lord. That's the whole objective. So you can be right with the Lord. And, you know, we do this monthly, the first Sunday, some first Sunday of every month. We do it corporately as a church body. Uh, but, you know, you can do it anytime, anytime. You know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but we partake of elements once a month as a church body. And, you know, anytime, just hit the pause button and get your heart right with the Lord. There's going to be times during our study, you might feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit. And if that happens, then, you know, you just hit the pause button and you get your heart right with the Lord. And then when your heart is right with the Lord, then you hit play, you continue listening, and then we're going to partake of the elements. Okay, so if you don't have the elements, just go to the church website and uh, just let us know and we'll, we'll get in contact with you and we'll make it happen. Okay, uh, so we're going to, and you know, when we would meet before the church shutdowns, before the government shutdowns, uh, we would meet corporately. We would have a, a time period of worship, singing song unto the Lord. And, uh, um, you know, not everybody would sing. You know, sometimes it would just be the music going and it was in those moments where people were getting their hearts right with the Lord. It's a very holy moment very holy um, and it's so beautiful to see it happen you know for in the past church tradition and it's something that we're going to keep on doing uh, but uh, here we go open up your bible to first corinthians chapter 11 first corinthians chapter 11 and you know i, I think i mentioned this before you want to say that this is not for you if, if you're not a believer or if you're playing games with the lord this is not for you i, I don't want to sound mean in saying that there's a reason you're going to hear and understand why? But when I say partaking of the elements isn't for you, it's for your own protection. That's why. It's for your own protection. So here in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, Paul says, he says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed 
took bread. Now, I know, you know, sometimes, you know, I've spoken with people before and they say, wow, you know, it's always uh, uh, 1 Corinthians 11. It's 1 Corinthians 11. It's always this. Well, you know, there's safety behind repetition. You know, Paul even writes about that. You know, for you, there's uh, some repetition to the things that he says, the things that he writes about. But for you, it is safe. Why? Is because we have this understanding of we, we establish this norm in the church body. And what is the norm? To understand the purpose of partaking of the elements. Because, you know, it's, it's kind of like getting our bearings right. I don't know if you've ever been partaken uh, in any kind of course in land navigation. You know, you always have to look, you have to always have to shoot your azimuth is what it's called. Uh, you know, whether you're doing, you know, land navigation via the stars, if it's uh, uh, like a, a midnight operation or an evening operation, night ops, you know. <laughs> but, you know, you always have to look at the stars. You always have to get your bearings. You know, if you're using a compass, sometimes at night you can't use a compass because the glow can reveal your position. And so you have to do everything very discreetly. Uh, but in the daytime, you have a compass, you shoot your azimuth, you know, 6400, 06400, you shoot it. And then you always have to make sure you can walk for, you know, 10 steps, 30 steps, 50 steps, you know, get a point and get a point on the horizon, get a point in whatever direction and you walk out. But then you always have to look at this compass to make sure like, okay, I'm, I, I, I have my bearings correct. I'm on the right track. You always have to look down at that compass. And that's what we do on Communion Sundays. Just to take inventory of our hearts. And so if you're in the mindset of like, wow, you know, this is a repetition, repetition, repetition. You know, praise be to the Lord. You know, we're looking down at the compass. We're shooting our azimuths. We're looking up at the stars and we're getting our, making sure we have our bearings right. You know, in accordance with the word of God. Our lives, our mind, our hearts together, individually and corporately, aligning with the Word of God, us in alignment with Him, us yielding to Him, me yielding to Him, you yielding to Him, you know, corporately and individually. And that's the church body, the koinonia, the ecclesia. And so here in verse 24, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. It's so beautiful because what we see here is the establishment of the new covenant. And it's in his blood. Remember the old covenant, which if you remember our studies in Leviticus, how it always say there's a lot of blood. In Numbers, there's a lot of blood. In Deuteronomy, a lot of blood. In the entirety of the Old Testament, a lot of blood. You know what that means? A lot of sin. A lot of sin that's being atoned for. A lot of sin that's being forgiven. And praise be to the Lord. You know, here we see this in verse 25. This is the cup is the new covenant in my blood. You see, as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. That's how we do it. It's in remembrance of our Lord. In verse 26, for as often as you eat, eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes and he will come. He is coming again as surely as he lives. He is coming again. Every jot and every tittle of the word of God will come to pass. It will be fulfilled. There's already some jots, some tittles have already been, have already been fulfilled. They've already come to pass. If you have like a little checklist, boom, it's come to pass. Come to pass, come to pass. But there's a whole bunch more that hasn't come to pass. Prophetic events, 
which will in the course of time, one day, be history. Because they would have been fulfilled. And we proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. In verse 27, Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. That's why you hear me say this little precursory, I don't want to say warning, but I guess you could call it a warning. Maybe, a, you know, it's not like a harsh warning, like don't you dare. I want you to. If that's you, if you're like, man, you know, I'm not a believer. I can't do this. Or, you know, I'm playing games with the Lord and I can't do this. Man, this guy is such a, you know, he's a joy kill, you know. I don't want to come off that way. But it's for your own protection. Because it, 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 when you do this in an unworthy manner, you're guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. And I say you, but it applies to everybody, including myself. We're all in the same boat. Well, I mean, if you're not a believer, get in the boat, you know. Or if you're playing games with the Lord, you know, cut it out and get back with the Lord. And so if that's you, if you're not a believer, just hit pause. Hit pause and listen to another message that says how to commit your life to Jesus Christ. And then you commit your life to Jesus Christ. And then, you know, you're done with that. And then you come back and you listen and you resume. And I don't want to say like, you know, like a process. You're done with that. Then go here. Then go here. Then go here. No, you come to Jesus Christ. And, you know, I rejoice. It is a beautiful thing. God loves you. So it's not like, you know, don't partake of the elements, you know, your toast. No, it doesn't come out. It's not, it does, it's not that way. It's don't partake of the elements because I don't want you to be unworthy in an unworthy manner. I don't want you to be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But I do want you to repent and be born again. Why? Because God loves you. And so how is it possible for a believer? Remember, this is a letter to the church. How is it possible for a believer to be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord? Well, we have to examine ourselves. That's what Paul says here in verse 28. Let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. So what does this process of examination look like? Well, when you see Bible passages that say, you know, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, and you're doing it, that's not good. That's part of this self-examination. And in that, when that happens, you have to repent. The Bible says, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And you're doing it. You have to repent and cut it out. Stop doing it. Go and sin no more like he told the woman in adultery. Go and sin no more. And it applies to me too. And you know, don't forget the sin. There's the sin of commission. There's the sin of omission. You know, uh, uh, to him who knows what he ought to do and doesn't do it, to him it is sin. If that's you, you also need to repent. You see, it's, I love how the Lord raises the bar. I love it. Why? Because it's how we grow and mature in Christ. And so let a man examine himself. It's to scrutinize. You know, scrutinize yourself, scrutinize your mind, scrutinize your heart. What are your motivations? Test your motivations. And not just test your motivations like uh, against, you know, uh, 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 a guy on TV or what, you know, the New York Times bestseller says. You make this determination, you scrutinize your heart against the Word of God. You measure it with the Word of God. What are your motivations for fill in the blank? 
Does it align with the word? Does it align with the Lord? You see? And where it does it, you repent and you get back in alignment. And then you learn to walk in the spirit. You know, anytime you repent, make a little mental note. Anytime you repent for whatever, make a mental note. That's walking according to the flesh. Lord, forgive me. I didn't know, you know, I was conducting myself in XYZ manner and I read your word and then it's XYZ manner is bad. You don't like it. It brings you dishonor. And, you know, in some cases it's an abomination to you. And Lord, forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. I repent. And then you make a mental note that's walking according to the flesh. What I was doing, what I did, whatever I said, whatever, whatever, whatever I was thinking about, dwelling about, that's walking according to the flesh. And you make a mental note. Don't do that anymore. You know, and then you make a mental note, you know, like the, like the Lord told the woman caught in adultery, go and sin no more. Now, now that he says that to her, she has a choice to make. I'm going to go and sin no more. The same with you and with me. Okay, now I've, I've learned to walk according to the flesh and I've seen and tasted the pain of it, the hurt of it, especially understanding that it's not pleasing to the Lord. And so I repent and I'm going to do exactly the opposite of walking according to the flesh and I'm going to walk according to the spirit. And then you learn, wow, this is a better way. And then you learn more and more and more and more. And then you learn the way of obedience unto the Lord. That's what we do in this self-examination. Because, you know, there's a lot of time spent teaching. And I love to teach. It's beautiful. I love it so much. It's, it's, uh, I didn't think I would like it when the Lord says, hey, I want you to teach. I was like, well, okay. But I'm not going to like it. Turns out, I love it. You know, and it's so beautiful because it's like, that's this, you know, the Lord is going to call you into whatever ministry, whatever capacity, however he wants to use you. And, you know, I say ministry, but, you know, sometimes people think of ministry like, oh, I'm going to be a pastor. I'm going to be an elder. I'm going to be a, a missionary. I'm going to be whatever. But, you know, ministry takes all shapes and sizes. The, the manifold grace of God, we kind of talked about that a little bit a couple weeks ago. All the different ministries, the, the different, you know, gifts of the Lord, the giftings of the Lord. It's all for his glory, but it's how he calls you, how he wants to use you for his purpose. The question is, are you open? Are you available? Lord, here am I. Or, or you know, and I should say, how empty are you? You know, are you empty of self? Are you a, a, a new wineskin or are you an old wineskin? It's better to be a new wineskin. That's the only way. New wine can only be contained in new wineskin. It's the only way. The only way. Because if you're old wineskin, there's little holes that are going to form and it's going to pour right out the new wine. Old wineskin cannot contain new wine. It can for a little bit, but not for the long haul. You know, and I don't want you to fizz out in your faith, in your walk with the Lord. Because we're walking until the day we die. Trucking along. You know, not works-based. Remember, works is a debt. Not workspace. And of course, with what Paul teaches, Romans 1. And I love it so much because look at what we see here in verse 29. For he who, drink, who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Whoa. So you see when I say, you know, if you're a, if you're a non-believer or if you're playing games with the Lord, then this communion, it's not for you. I say it for a reason. 
I don't say it to be like, oh, you know, this isn't for you, period. No, I say it, this isn't for you, comma, but I hope it can be for you one day. I hope it can be for you maybe today. I hope. And remember, if you don't have the elements, just go to the church website. Let us know. We'll be in contact with you and, you know, we'll, we'll put it all together. Discernment of the Lord's body. We're living in a day and age where, you know, people don't like being Bereans anymore. I don't know what happened. I could say, you know, maybe it's in the water, you know. It's the fluoride, you know. And I mean, I, you know, but you read the Bible, it's the last days. The spirit of Antichrist. He's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Why? Because Satan knows his time is short. And he's going to be really, really strong. And he's going to prevail against the saints in accordance with Bible prophecy. But then at the same time to understand that the Lord is at work. The Lord is doing something. He says in verse 30, For this reason many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. That means many have died. It's hardcore. That's no joke. There's a reason behind me saying, I don't want you to partake of the elements if you're a non-believer or if you're playing games with the Lord. There's a reason. It's for your protection. It's because I love you. And I want you to know that God loves you too. If you're a non-believer, you're playing games with the Lord. Hit pause, repent, become a believer, become born again, rejoice. And then at the same time to understand that, wow, now I can partake of communion. And now we as a church body can partake of communion. You see, in verse 31, for if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. And you know what? Condemnation is coming to this world. I've talked with, uh, spoken with a lot of people, you know, of different political uh, spectrums, you know, anywhere on the political spectrum. Left-leaning, right-leaning, sometimes like oh, hardcore left-leaning, and sometimes hardcore right-leaning, centrist, independence. Like, what in the world is happening? What, 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 what's the reason for this breakdown in society? How the police aren't doing anything, you know? The, the government's not doing anything. What, this breakdown in society, what is happening? What is happening? Condemnation is coming to this world. The Lord is not slack concerning His promises, but He is long-suffering, not willing that any should perish. Why? Because He loves His creation. He loves you. But then at the same time to also understand that this door of grace isn't going to be open forever. It's what the Bible refers to as the fullness of the Gentiles. We just studied that. The fullness of the Gentiles, Romans 11. And then once that door of grace closes, focus is going to go on Israel. And then all of a sudden, it's like it's the events of the last days. I mean, that will be in the last days, but I mean, further defined events in the last days, prophetic fulfillment. All these things will come to pass. And so I have to stress that if this, you know, we're, we're going to go ahead and partake of the elements right now. Uh, but if you have to pray, if you have to repent, just hit pause. Hit pause anytime. That's one of the beauties of, you know, online uh, listening is that you can hit pause anytime. You know, like when we had our, our, our church fellowship, you know, you, you know, you got to, you know, 
go to the bathroom or something, you know, you miss out on things. But here you just hit pause and then, you know, you can pray, you know, you can hit pause and, you know, get your heart right with the Lord, you know, and, you know, hit pause and, you know, receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, become a Christian, become born again. And then you come back, hit play and boom, we continue on as a family. Keep listening as a family. You say, wait a second, I'm not your, I'm not your brother. I'm not your sister. We're not family. Well, if you're a Christian, you're my brother. You're my sister. If you're a Christian. And I desire you to be my brother. I desire to be my sister in Christ. I would love that. And so we continue. We're going to partake of the elements right now. But at any time, you know, it, it just hit pause. If you have to get your heart right, the Lord, hit pause. Pray however long it takes. However long it takes to get your heart right with the Lord. You might have to uh, apologize to somebody. You might have to get right with another person. You know, however long it takes. And then when that's done with the Lord or with another person, then you come, then you come back and then we partake of the elements. And the reason why this is very important to do it in that order is because we can partake of the elements with clear consciences, with clear hearts. All of us, church body, myself, you, all of us, everybody who's listening, we can partake of the elements with a clear conscience before the Lord and be right with Him. So, Verse 24, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take the bread. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's take the cup. You know, it's, it's been a while since as a church body, we've taken communion corporately, I mean, in, in person. And, you know, um, I miss it, you know, not it, I miss the fellowship. Um, but I rejoice that we can partake of communion, you know, in such manner. Um, but I still miss, you know, there's the longing for the church body. And um, just however long this is going to take, you know, however long this, uh, uh, these government restrictions, you know, it's putting a great, great, great strain on the church, a great strain, not just our church, but the church at large, churches across the globe. And I don't think the church is going to be the same post COVID. I don't think the church will be the same at all in any way, shape or form. Nevertheless, we continue. We fight the good fight. God bless you guys. Love you guys.